Welcome to the Power of Sticking Together with me, your host, Alicia Latrova. I'm back, but this time I'm with someone who has been there with me through the good, the bad, and the ugly. When I say ugly, I mean ugly experiences in my life. She is my daughter and my friend. I am super excited to have her on my podcast. It's about to go down. You heard me right. This episode will have you thanking God for true friendship. Lydia is a very powerful and inspirational young lady who don't sugarcoat what she means. When I tell you she's seasoned with her words of love and correction in the same breath, she's a force to be reckoned with. But don't get it twisted now. I do have to check her time to time but she received it with such grace. Go ahead, check out her YouTube, Lydia Chronicles, and her podcast called Reach. I would tell you her age, but you know how that goes. She don't want nobody to know. Just know she's in her early 20s and out here laying her whole life on God. I'm not just saying this because she's my daughter. I'm telling you what I see her do daily in her walk with God while trusting God's purpose for her life. So let's welcome one and only Lydia Trimble to the post. Welcome to the P-O-S-T, Lydia. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. How's everyone doing today? Well, she ain't even giving me a chance to ask her how she's doing. She's just going to come straight on and ask how y'all doing. I'm, she ain't even asking how y'all I'm doing. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've been with you all day, but since we all here, how are you doing? I guess I'm doing good since okay. you're just <laughs> But well, anyway, today I believe we're going to have a good time discussing this um, topic. But before we start, let me first thank you for gracing my podcast. No problem. I was filled with joy when you said, yes, you know that, right? Because, sis, you be acting like you so busy. I am busy. Mm -hmm. My schedule is busy from sunrise to sunset. I had to shut my schedule down this weekend because what I told you, I need some PTO. I'm tired. Okay. Because, you know, at first, I thought I had to go directly to your secretary. Um... Yeah. Well, you're not a bad mama, so I'm not going to send you to my secretary. You get me first. So she got a secretary? Yeah, I got a secretary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just tripping. Yes, speaking in the atmosphere. You the secretary. (laughs) That's how I already knew that. I already knew that. So you would have went to yourself? (laughs) Myself. You eventually uh, was like, I guess. That means yes, by the way. Okay. So I was like, say less. So thank you, thank you, thank you. No problem. All right. So we're here to speak to the congregation about friendship. Could you define the terms of what it means to have a friend in you? You know, you have a friend and like... Go ahead and define it. So to define what a friend... I think... A friend, and I think this relates to me personally as well, a friend is somebody who can check you but also respect you. Like, I respect you enough 
to not come at you sideways, but I also gonna check you if you going in a route that you don't wanna go in. But I also, it's a respectful thing is too. I think just being transparent and being with your friend in that situation. Um, I'm always listening to podcasts. So people who know me, they know. So I'm gonna be very blunt. I was listening to a podcast and one of the friends, She's biblical orientated and the other friend is like trying to somewhat find her way, the way her relationship, she wants to be with God and they have a podcast together. And she said that, you know, she was doing the do and she had an abortion and she invited her friend that was with her that, you know, believe in the God, the moral values and stuff like that. And she said it was really hard for her to see her friend just abort a baby, but she also had to understand she had to be with her friend in that moment and be transparent. And I think sometimes with friendships, people will put themselves first before realizing that I just need you to be here with me physically in this moment to be transparent with me. Because at the end of the day, no matter how saved you are or unsaved you are, we all go through situations and circumstances. So you just have to be there in that moment for that person, whether you agree with it or not, be there for them. And then if it's really something outrageous and crazy and stuff like that, then, you know, like I'm just coming to you as a friend in a respectful tone because my mom would tell me this all the time. I could be blunt and transparent, but it's also the tone of my voice and how I speak to you. Like just the energy that you get versus saying, girl, you crazy da, 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 versus saying, I feel the way that you have been acting lately doesn't really doesn't really display who you are as a person in your character and I know how you are as a person in your character because we have been riding together for so long and I don't want that to be misconstrued by the current actions that you are making like just be vulnerable transparent and also because we all need to be put in check sometimes don't be mad and upset when people have different viewpoints than you they say okay that's your point of view that's my point of view and let it go because I don't have friends for years. Wait, 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 wait. You getting kind of you getting ahead. Okay, my bad. Okay, so, so a friend of you yeah, is being a friend in you <laughs> is being there, being transparent and being open. And if there is by some chance they need to get checked, you check them in a respectful way because you don't talk to yourself in a, if you do talk to yourself like this, you shouldn't, but you don't talk to yourself in a in an aggressive manner like you stupid, you're retarded, you're dumb. You love on yourself. So the same way that you would want somebody to communicate that energy to you, you have to do it to them. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So what you're saying, a friend of me is somebody that understands that I'm going to display a healthy friendship towards you. Um someone that's there with you someone's there that be able to speak to you in a mature as well as a respectable a respectable manner and i like that part and i know it's possible to grow relationships into a healthy friendship and so let's talk about what's your definition of a healthy friendship you know just communication i think communication like in my circle this is how healthy friendships, relationships, whatever. We don't have jealousy, envy, that foo-foo pettiness 
in our relationships like if we're feeling some type of way about something like i don't look at my friends and i'm jealous of them and that's like an unhealthy attribute so you need to look at those attributes like are they being healthy when you tell them something are they excited for you or are they quick to change the conversation or are they not even quick to change the conversation they just blow over like it's not nothing like the little things mean a lot so if i'm being transparent and open with you about how i'm feeling and vulnerable like, how do you handle my vulnerability? Are you protecting me or are you just un- like, are you just breaking me down to make me feel like I'm less than? Because some people can be envious. Are you showing negative attributes? Because somebody. But what about those friends? And I don't mean to cut you off. A lot of times, not all friends, not those that we attach and call friends. A lot of times they may not display the envy, the jealousy. Uh, which is sort of kind of like the same in one. Or they may not even display uh, the rudeness or the, you you know, that, that type of energy. Sometimes they could display that person that's always there. And it just, it just when you're talking, I'm, what about the friends that you do have that do become a crutch? Like always I, there. But I also think it falls into your characteristics and who you are as a person because everything is built with intent if you're always there and you're motivating me that's a different scenario that's what i'm talking about them unhealthy traits because if you're always there but every time i'm speaking something you're like contradicting and saying well i don't think that's gonna work or i think what people fail to realize sometimes we can place our doubts on you unintentionally not because we want you to lose but it's just we just want you to understand like parents you know you have you know express your opinions and stuff to me and i'm like the end of the day i'm gonna have to do it and i'm gonna have to see it to my see it to see it myself and if i flop i flop but at least i've learned like this way this scenario this situation did not work for me because if we're always working on the basis of fear what can we complete so it's not so much if you are present like your characteristics what are you bringing to the table i'm not talking about if they ain't bringing bread in my circle i ain't messing with them i'm not talking about that who are you as a person what is your character what is your morals what is your values where do you see yourself because i don't think people should just quote that in a relationship territory i'm your friend and i'm elevating so what you plan on doing I don't want you sitting in your house or certain friends think if one friend make it, I'm supposed to drag you along. Like, no, we all need to have that mindset of let's get this bread. Let's win. Let's be great people together and become our best versions of ourselves. So a healthy friendship is just based upon your characteristics, your morals, your values. Like, who are you as an individual? Who you are, who are you as a person? Can I count on you or are you going to push me back? further than where I'm trying to go so it it just depends upon the person because everybody acts different so I can't say you know because for me somebody might say I'm a bad friend because I'm not overly affectionate if I'm a ride for you I'm a ride for you I don't have to be yeah yeah, I don't have to be overly affectionate and in your face 24 7 for you to understand that I'm your friend like I had a friend that was just recently on my podcast I haven't spoken to him in a minute he didn't even know I moved but at the end of the day we both knew like there's no hard feelings because we're all trying to live this life we're all trying to rediscover Mm -hmm. ourselves but at the end of the day when I need him and I call on him he's there and vice versa so it just it just depends upon the person in general, I think. Okay, I got that. I got that. You know, I think I can say you truly have a friend in me. I, I'm putting true. Um, a friend who is also like, your, you know, I'm your mother. 
but understands a mother's friendship is so different, you know, from the friendship you link up with like your circle. So explain the difference between a, da- a daughter's friendship with her mother and friends. Yeah. I think it just all depends upon the comfortability because I'm like she said, I'm a little blunt. So I have friends who are open about their sex life with their mothers and I'm like, what the? <laughs> okay. And then I have friends who are not. So I just think it it depends upon how comfortable you are with your mother. I'm not saying you're not friends with your mother if you don't share your sex life or you do or whatever you share with them. But it it just depends on your like your connection, how you feel. Um just showing, because I have said it before, when you're growing up, you think your parents or your guardian, whoever, is just out here hating on you. They don't want you to be great. They always telling you no. They always telling you this. They always telling you that. But the older you get, you realize they're just doing the best that they can do, which is trying to protect you from the struggles and the and the turmoils and the situations that they went through growing up. My mom was con against, you ain't finna spend the night over everybody in anybody's house. And, you know, back then, I was like, you tripping. Currently, I'm like, oh, I'm straight because I don't even do that now. And I'm not saying, like, you know, but whatever. But it's just about safety. It's about thinking about your safety and situations. And, you know, I don't ever have to go telling stories about woe me because I stayed over somebody's house. Like, you know, just protection. So the difference between friendships with your friends and friendships with your parent. I think it just all depends on boundaries and how comfortable you are because I have seen certain relationships with my friends where they're like super duper uber close with their parent. Like they be like, I don't tell I tell my parents everything versus somebody who be like, I don't tell my parents nothing. So it just all depends on your comfortability. Like I'm not finna be talking to my mom and be like yeah, my, I was talking to this guy or whatever, but like, I'm talking to my friends because, you know, we're young and we're like all going through the motions together. We've been there, done that. We can speak life into each other. Not saying that my mama can't do it, but there's just certain boundaries that I'm more open to speaking with my friends versus speaking to my mom because at the end of the day, I still look at her as my mom and I respect her. So I'm not going to be coming at her with the most outlandish, crazy topics because I'm not trying to... I mean, this can be a little toxic, not toxic, however you want to take it. But it's like, you say whatever to your friends. They be like, yeah, girl, I understand. You go depth conversation. And you be like, yeah, I was just with somebody last week. Depth conversation versus with your parent. Because at the end of the day, they still your parent. And I don't care how many parents say, I'm not going to judge you if you just talk to me. and do, do, do. At the end of the day, if it's something that they don't like, they're going to pull that parent card. I'm not saying that, y'all, she looking at me. I'm not no, saying. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. But that's so true. I'm not saying that my mom, okay, you have did it a couple times. I'm going to put you on blast. You did it a couple times. Okay. Pull that parent card. And I do me. it I do it again today because I'm <laughs> your parent first. So that's, and that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between friendships. And with your friends and friendships with your parents, because your your friends ain't finna pull no parent card on you. Like what the world? Da, 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 versus your parent, you know, you know. So it's just different. It just all depends on how comfortable you are about sharing things. Because at the end of the day, it just 
some people are more transparent than others. Like, me and my mom have a relationship. You know, we'll tell each other certain things, but it's not we don't tell each other everything. Like, I don't be asking my mom what be going on in her marriage, and she'll be asking me what be going on in my dating scene and stuff like that. Like, it just depends on the topic, honestly. That's true. That's true. And that that is so true. And there ain't nothing wrong going on but, in my mom's marriage. Just, I just want that to be known, because I say that like that, and I just, I'm protective. I just want y'all to know, we okay. good over here. <laughs> Girl, you so crazy. But just to let you know she ain't never flare up with me when I didn't allow her to stay at anyone's home she may have got a little attitude in her room but child she'll be alright she turned out pretty okay to me <laughs> so with me I never really looked at my mom as a friend but let me explain to this let me explain for somebody on here get the call of me you know I don't need y'all calling me about nothing because I'm going to explain it. So just hold on. So I saw her as my mom. But later in life, I found out her, you know, that she was truly a good friend. You know, her friendship wasn't one-sided. And she would tell you how she felt about your friendship towards her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she'll let you know right off the bat. I remember a situation where she felt as though I could find in everybody but her. And that kind of bothered me in a sense because I couldn't understand who... Did she forget who she raised? You know, I'm like, come on now. You know who you raised, right? First of all, you already teach us how to keep our stuff to ourselves. So I don't know who I'm really confining in. And then not only that, when I was growing up, she showed me what real women do. They put on their women panties and they keep it moving. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. You know, I pulled up my grown woman panties and I kept it moving. Um, I didn't have to confine in her, like I said, because she put something down on the inside of me. Now, later on, I found myself confining in her about almost everything and that's when it hit me it's a shame when you hear them reels in your head like that Mm -hmm. but that's when it hit me my mom turned out uh, to not only to be a good friend to me but a loyal friend a friend that I could confide in about anything and even though my siblings may have thought they knew because that's what parents do they didn't really know no they didn't know no 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 it was just some things she just kept to herself and I appreciate that um, and listen if you have a mother still living my mom went on and she's resting in heaven and so I miss those moments of times where I could just call her especially about everything my daughter can, can contest to this we would stay on the phone all day long. All day long. All day long. All day long. In the grocery store, on the phone. I don't the even know why, like, you know, like, when you got, like, a little, little friend, you know, you talking to, and you be on the phone all day long, the person, and, like, you can't hang up. That's how they work. <laughs> on the phone all day long. I'm like, she be like, I'm finna go to the restroom. Her mom be like, you stay on the phone. And I... <laughs> yeah, she was on the phone with me all day long. I be like, okay, I gotta get off. But I remember this, and and we're going to move on. I remember one time I was involved heavily in doing something else. And this was a great shifter for me concerning how I took care of my house. And my mom was there, and she was watching me be busy. You remember Mm -hmm. this? And I 
I mean, I was extremely busy in and out, but I, I was doing what I call a Lord, a good thing, a good deed in and out, in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. doing my good deeds. Mm-hmm. And, um, she paused me one day and she, Leishala. And I was like, Oh Lord. So she said, nah, I just want to talk to you. And she put me in. She said, I understand you doing good things and things like that. She said, but I want you to understand something. Your house always come first. And I kind of got offended because my house to me was straight. But later on, I didn't walk away feeling as though she don't know what she's talking about because I always evaluated everything she said to me. So I went and I evaluated the situation. It wasn't so much what I was doing. wasn't I wasn't taking care of my home. She saw her daughter tired. She saw her daughter um, trying to get homework done. She saw her daughter still trying to take care of her family and everything else. And so I pulled away. I left some of those things that I thought to me at that time was good deeds aside. And I started spending that time that I was doing all that ripping and running with my family. I had more time for my kids to study. I had more time to be home instead of getting home late. I had more time to be home at a decent time and get them to bed and prepare them for school the next day. And I saw a change in the house. I saw how my children was changing. And they was no longer looking around like, ugh. I saw the change in them. So I, com- I completely understand that friendship that your mother has towards you is always going to come with motherly advice. That will never go away. And I just want to bring that up because you like, you know, you pull that mama car. But that friendship, she respects you as a mother. Yes. I mean, as a daughter. But she also understands she's your mother. And so... um the friendship of a mother and daughter is priceless. And one thing I could say that you have truly become my pal and confidant in more ways you can ever imagine. <laughs> thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank All right, sis, so don't take it to Okay, so now that friends don't tell each other everything, so we know that now. We know that friends don't tell each other everything, but they do tell each other a lot of stuff and I understand there are boundaries we talked about the boundaries even in friendship um, would you share just just a few just a few boundaries with the congregation concerning friendship I'm really I'm really thinking because there's just so many um the biggest boundary of all is like I said before is re- respect you may not like me but you want to respect me as the person who I am, the person who I am in your life. And I think a lot of times people call you their friend, but they don't respect you as a person. They want to give you a title for a situation, but they don't look at you as nothing. You just feel in the occupation in their life. So I feel as though if you really value a person, if you really respect the person, um, a friendship can go really a long way and also communicating how you may feel because for me I'm always defensive like when I feel like something is off I really too much don't care about re- expressing anything I'm like I'm gonna keep it moving I'm that type of person I can feel energy I can feel vibes so when I start smelling something funny I'm like bye bugs money because <laughs> I'm not I'm not dealing with it 
So, you know, it's so, just... So, if I understand you correct, one of the boundaries that you have is basically your friends should understand your emotions, like respect how you feel, like your emotions are Yeah, bad. respect how I feel because we're not going to always be on the same page okay. because we are two separate entities. I don't never... It's good to have friends in your life that have the same morals and values, but also you have to think about, I don't want to hang around somebody that's exactly like me. Too much of me ain't good for me, if I'm being honest. I need a different insight. I need a different outlook. If I'm coming to you by the situation, maybe I have expressed all, like, exaggerated, did all the options I could do, and I'm coming to you because I'm like, I know you can see it differently because I know you're not me. So maybe you can hit it from a different angle than what I can hit it from. So it's just, you know, respecting the person of who they is. You may not care for them. You may not like them in that end day. If you feel that way, that ain't your friend if I'm just being honest because a lot of people and I have said it previous on my podcast I know I'm chatting a bit but so growing up I was I still sort of kind of am but the older you get you put up boundaries you put up walls I'm not giving you access to me as much as I have done in the past so growing up people be so quick to be like because I am a caring person I am a nice person I'm not saying that I'm out here perfect because I got my own flaws my own situations my own circumstances but I try my best to treat others the way I want to be treated and people be quick to be like oh that's my best friend that's my best friend that's my best friend and I went along with it because I'm like well maybe we can form into a friendship and everything else but at the same token you don't have to agree with some something just in the meantime because a lot of them people who call me their best friend within the first couple of days of me knowing the first weeks a month or something like that we're not even friends no more so i think it's about you know just acknowledging where you are in life and if they don't understand that well i'm sorry but that's where you currently are like coming to you as an adult and expressing and communicating to you this is where I am in life right now. And that's the boundary. You. So if you don't you. understand that boundary of where I am in life right now. So you don't not you not only are you respecting the person, the boundaries of my emotions, you respect respecting that individual um, where they stand at life. Like don't try to make me come out of where I am or that function. If if I not look, I've experienced good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if I'm telling you this is something I don't like, you gotta respect that boundary and say she's gonna be my friend. Because at the end of the day, when you're around someone else and they say, and I've been in that situation, and they be like, oh, let's do such and such and such, and I'm with a friend that really know me, that friend would say, if I say no, I don't want to do it, they be like, girl, you're not. And they'll turn around and be like, she not finna do that because exactly. they too have already experienced that. No, that ain't what I want to do. But at the same time, I have to be that person who do the same thing. I have to be able to see my friend's boundaries. I gotta exactly. be, like if my friend's the type of friend that don't really like hanging around a lot, don't like being around a lot of people mm-hmm. a lot, and they good with that one or two, three phone calls out of the month, then I'm going to do that. Because when we finally do get a chance to come together, it's like, we, never it's like we never missed a beat. So... 
you know, the definition of friends, according to the dictionary, you know, online, you know, we look up everything online now. Mm-hmm. We used to have to pull the books, those encyclopedias that, you know, mm-hmm. y'all, some, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I know about. what an encyclopedia is. But I'm talking about the, the, the generation after you, after Cleveland, they just do everything online. So it, it is defined as a person who one knows and with who one has been bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sex or family relations. Um, listen, without getting in too deep about exclusive of um, sexual relations, I do want to say this. You know, I just wanted to say this before you ever can become lovers. You need to make sure you are friends. Because the false sense of love has a way of overlooking friends to becoming an entanglement. You know, now that's not power, that's weakness of the flesh called lust. If the only thing you have in common is between the sheets as friends, fold them sheets. You know, better yet, don't fold them. Just get rid of them. Okay? And then take time to evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. I mean, evaluate your situation. I'm trying to get you to understand that if you're with someone and y'all friends in the bed together, that may not be what you think you are. You're a little bit more than just friends, okay? And those boundaries, that's a boundary. I'm a good friend to you, a friendship, mm-hmm. <laughs> But now my friendship with you have caused me to get in bed with you. Mm-hmm. So we need, you need to evaluate what you really think. Now, I believe this was for someone who was tr- struggling with sexual relations and that person naive and your friend. That's a whole different topic. You struggling in this sexual relation, you thinking y'all good friends, but at the end of the day, you'll find out y'all not even friends. Um, they're just known, oh my God, I'm gonna have to say it and I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. So you know what they're doing? They're just knocking the boots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just feeding the, um, their appetite basically. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm done with that. Y'all know this is a Christian podcast. So let me tell you what I believe. Don't knock boots with your friends. Okay. Don't knock boot with your friend. Because <laughs> some of y'all have more than the one. Jesus. Y'all know you have more than one. And you be knocking them everywhere. But don't do that. Make sure he or she is in the right. Is the right person for you to. And you never know. You'll be working and spending the rest of your time. as friendship developing a friend. And then later on in life. They're not only going to become a good fine friend to you, they may eventually end up being your future spouse. Now, we're talking about between girl and boy, woman and man. I'm just going to make it plain, okay? So, Lord have mercy. Somebody needed that. I felt that in my gut. I promise you, I felt it in my gut. I don't know if it was in the bite part or the side, but <laughs> okay. it, it came you, up from you the felt gut. It in your yeah, it came up from the gut. Now, don't come for me. Just take my word for God said that. 
I'm just a messenger who believes in living the, my life by biblical principles with more values. I just want to input this in real quick. Just real quick. Just real no quick. problem. So when you say, you know, knocking boots, as you say with your friends, um, you just also have to remember like people's, like I said before, boundaries. If they can't respect you enough for you to be like, no, I don't want to... Uh, be in sexually active with you i'm really just trying to focus on like being with a person to learn their mental their emotional their spiritual sense more than just like physical love physical sexual love then that's not the person you're supposed to be with because i think a lot of times the way society makes us feel is though that person don't really care about you that person don't really love you if they're not really sexually active with you and that's false you can gain love from somebody without being in the sheets with them, like she said. Say so, <laughs> I want to you. You don't. Okay. You know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm. I'm gonna get off of it because I know we're trying to wrap it up. But I'm just saying. Like, if they, if all they're trying to do is get in your sheet, and then that. Okay, let me say this off rip. So if they come at you in the beginning with that energy, and then you express how you feel, and they be like, "Oh no, I was just playing. We just friends," and they recircle back to that maybe months later, years later. I'm telling you, they objective. <laughs> Is to get in them sheets with you. And you have to say within yourself, I'm not going to minimize who I am as a person to be loved. Because like she said, that's not love. That is mm-hmm. lust. So if they can't get past the physical attributes, because the Bible say this. When you marry the person you're supposed to be married to, he says he glorified marriage. So you telling me if God glorified marriage, that means when it gets time for me to get in them sheets, he going to do what he need to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's all I got to say. Now let's get off this thing because my mom give me a face. Yes. So, um, so, and if you are an individual, I don't, I'm, we just go in there. If you are an individual that has been a situation where you are like doing the do, just remember that if you're trying to live for the Lord, God will take the do from out of you. <laughs> God will take that do from out of you. He will take them tendencies out of you and fill you with the desires of what he wants for you. The Bible says he would give you the desires of your heart. What is the desires of your heart? Your desires is to live holy. Your desires is to break that cycle of thinking that's what love is. And he will show you what love truly is. But thank you, Lydia. Thank you, Lydia, for allowing me to elaborate a little bit. You know, and I know we kind of both chimed in, but that's all good. So I needed you to define what a healthy friendship looks like. And I also needed you to define friendship that is not healthy. And what are some of the warning signs? You already talked about that as well, about the warning signs and how what to look out for. If they're not giving you the same energy, if they not there to celebrate you yeah. or if they becoming a, uh, always trying to make you feel if you feel something ain't right believe your gut because a lot of times certain friendships that i have prolonged for so long that i just needed to end i felt it in my gut but i kept ignoring the signs ignoring the signs so you be having that gut feeling too yeah oh man we call it the gut but we know that's that feeling we give us that god you know god it got to the point to where God was like vocalizing to me to cut these people off. And like I said, I was just ignoring the gut feeling. And it got to the point when it was time for us to go our separate ways, I was hurt. Like I was hurt so bad that made me cut them off. 
not because it was my personal decision to be like let's end ways let's just continue to be great people in on good terms god was like no they're finna not basically god is making them do this but god is showing me their true colors of Mm -hmm. what's happening behind the scenes and everything that's behind you know when i don't see it so it got to the point that i was getting hurt after this and i had to pray about i'm like god i don't want to get hurt no more like i'm i'm a big girl now i will when you tell me to let something go i'm gonna just have to suck it up and let it go and that's what i've been doing really been praying and asking god for whoever is in my circle friendships relationships whatever the case in there may be if it's not walking in my purpose of where I'm trying to go in my life, God just separate me from it. Because what you fail to realize, like my dad always told me, what you are trying to reach, where God is trying to take you, God says he give his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. He didn't say he give the toughest battles to the strongest soldiers with their friends. He's talking about you individually. Because something that you can shake off may not be something they can shake off. And you know... That's so true. That's so true. I'm not, I'm, we kind of like wait. Our time is very limited. Mm-hmm. But that is so true. And I hate to cut you off. This is what we do all the time. We sit and have conversations like this. But mm-hmm. when you was talking about that, what hit inside of me was this. I know we're talking about um, a friend and me, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, everything that we're saying is who we are as a friend in me, mm-hmm. in me. This is the qualities that I need to show as a friend. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what happens when we are with a friend or with someone and they got that gut, gut feeling from us, you know, they may have that gut, but something mm-hmm. right, something right, something right, something's just not right with our friendship. It is amazing that when God allowed them to leave you or separate themselves from you, when it's God's doing, you may feel some kind of way, but it's a peace that comes Mm, from it because you already had that same feeling on the inside. You're so busy trying to be that friend to them because they have a friend in you. Right, Mm -hmm. that you can't really let them go like you should, and so God, some kind of way, put that feeling inside of you. You begin to pray those prayers, you know, God, you know, let it, let it separate itself with grace, let it don't come with tension, and God Mm -hmm. does that, and you respect them. You see them, you still, you, and what's crazy about it when you see them, you'll try to, you, you try to have that same conversation that you had when you were friends, Mm -hmm. but it's always that middle line of I still feel that gut that gut that gut like I still feel like God separated us for a reason mm-hmm. and a purpose my maybe what I was doing was blocking them from the Lord you know mm-hmm. this is a Christian podcast so I gotta say the truth now let's talk about it on a more value standards maybe you're hindering them from maturing to become who they need to become in life Okay. Because they're idolizing you and your relationship exactly. with God. I have said that before. Like instead of them reading the Bible and doing stuff on their own turn, they just wait till you do it. Like I know they're gonna send me a word. I know they're gonna do this. I know they're gonna exactly. versus building that relationship um within themselves. But like I said earlier about you may be able to get through it, but they may not be able to get through exactly. it. And you know, it's funny because I was talking to my sister about the other day and I was like, People be thinking I'm out here being fake, but I promise you some situations that God has released me from, I don't remember. So when they be like, you don't remember, da-da-da-da, and I'm sitting there confused, like really, really, really trying to think. And I'm like, I don't know 
why I stopped talking to you. I don't know why I stopped doing this. I don't know why I stopped doing that. But I'm I'm just not doing it no more. Child, let me tell you something. They, they Now, this is just me talking. You know how you be like, you don't remember why you stopped talking mm-hmm. to them? Let me tell you something. They do that with one thing. That That's what I'm saying. One thing that that brought it would jog everything back to me all at one time. You like, like that's, that's why. <laughs> so I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the just I'm just saying, if they not saying that life is supposed to be gumdrops and rainbows and everybody's supposed to be nice, yeah, kind, because friends get into it just exactly. But it you know, it's about like I said, respect, understanding where that person is, communicating in a healthy light, and being receptive. Don't be receptive so you can hurry up and spew out something bad, but be receptive to understand. Okay, I understand what you're coming from. I understand where you're where you're trying to get me to be, but can you also understand what I'm seeing and what I'm coming from? Because if you come at somebody in a respectable tone and understanding and sometimes you can't because people be trying to play you on some sort so that's when you put god in the center of that and you be like well god word my mouth the way it need to be worded because right now because people who know me know like they be like bro you can't say that but i'm like this is how i'm feeling so if you don't like how i'm yeah, feeling I this is how you, i'm feeling i tell you that a lot but at the time at the same time i also understand that even though that's your truth and that's what you feel and also understand because you do your best to connect yourself to god he'll let you know when you're doing the most mm-hmm. and so it's like even with us he will let us know when we're doing the most now i hit you with a lot of questions so you know you you spoke about a lot of things and you you talked about the friendship the boundaries healthy friendships unhealthy friendships you you even even mentioned the frenemies you know the, the people you think that is your friend but then they turn out to be your enemy that's a whole nother story um i'm gonna have to bring you back because that's a whole nother story not dispose no frenemy but we're going to have to talk about what is a friend of me. What is well, a friend? the Bible say love all your enemies. So oh, I mean, at the end of the oh, day. No, we're not going to do it. You I mean, at the end of the day. I'm just saying, the Bible say, and I'm going to say this real quick. The Bible say love all your enemies, but the Bible never said you had to be in that enemy face. And I'm going to just leave that right there because people think yeah. that and you got to be in their face. I ain't got to be in your said, face. Then he says to you um, about a friend. Keep your enemies closer. He didn't say keep your friends closer. He said, but anyway, we're gonna do we your have enemies to close because you don't know what they be doing behind your back. So you gotta but, keep them close to make sure they. But a lot of people mistake those close people as friends. But we gotta come back for that because we. I know we just threw like a little bone with no meat, and because we sat there and ate it before we gave it to you. But I promise you, that bone that we took off the meat, we left some. We'll come back and drop that topic a little bit later. You know who they frenemies okay. are? When we said frenemy, it brought. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so <laughs> I know the inquiring minds would like to know, so we're gonna have to bring Miss Lydia Tremble back. And you know, I tried to warn you with this. Um, this topic was going to be a hot topic. You know, prayerfully, you are starting to look at friendship different and making sure it's not toxic. And making sure you're not minimizing who you are as a person to let somebody else light shine. Because at the end of the day, we all trying to get the glory. You don't have to dim your light. Jesus did not have to dim his light when he was speaking to other people to spread the gospel. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. I know, I know it's time to saying. go. I know it's time to go. I'm just, but I just want them to understand I that. know you want them to understand. 
important. And I also understand, too, that we don't want to be the toxicity in that friendship as well. So you can keep that type of friendship. If you come with me in different ways, if it can't, if we can't be friends without jealousy, envy, distrust, bite, bite, and the biggest one, take that knife out my back type of energy, I don't want it. Don't bring it my way. I'm not coming your way. And if by some chance I start feeling like I got the wrong type of energy to be someone's friend, I need to take it to the Lord in prayer. Because trust me, I've been there too. The wrong type of energy. Sis, I can't hang with you right now because I'm seeing something. My energy is not right to be dealing with you. And I don't think you prepared to deal with me. I'm just being honest. If you no, no, we don't nut. We don't buck. We don't do any of that. You know, this is why I have to just keep praying for her. No, I'm just kidding. That's why y'all need to go to the Reach Podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Promo. Okay, I'm sorry. You're a whole mess. A whole mess. You know, so with that type of energy, you know, I usually go to God to fix it. Because if I fix it, that's not going to Yeah, on a serious note. Yeah, go you know, God. at all. Um I'm but, only human. I'm just going to be on, I'm gonna be up quick. I'm only human. Yeah, we only human. You know, when I, when it, when you hit me the wrong way, you jab me the wrong way. You know, some people say, you know, you hit a bone the wrong way. I hit a muscle the wrong way. It get reflex. I'm only human. I'm trying not to do the reflex on you, but I'm human. So I have to always make sure I take myself to the Lord in prayer. You know, you know, they say, take it to the Lord. No, I have to take me to God because I know I'm going to, do something wrong, say something wrong, and it, and I have that type of voice. When I say what I need to say, I don't have to yell and scream at you. I said what I needed to say. So listen, Miss Lydia, we must do this again. I don't know when, but I truly enjoyed this. You have shared much with us today. I learned a lot just by listening to you. I mean, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. You just, I mean, some of these things I already knew. But just just listening to you, what you see, what a mother is to you as a friend. Not only that, what you see yourself as a friend as well. So I learned a lot of dealing with that. You know, that's that side of me that you can learn from even your children. They have insight on matters we may not have looked at. Well, the same. You know, we may look at it differently. So I thank you for sharing your godly wisdom with us today, and no nucking, no bucking. I, I pray, I pray that you don't nuck and. Bucking. I don't, y'all. I be <laughs> look, y'all. I don't be in these streets scrapping. I promise you, I don't. I really, honestly, when when somebody try to take me there, I be, I walk away and give it to God because I'm like God, that old me is tied to the cross because. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so hmm. I pray that God bless your organization. Um, before you leave us today, how can we follow, share, and listen to you? So if you want to know the tea, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> goofy, she's so goofy. Okay, on a serious note. So you can follow me at Lydia.Tremble. Lydia.Tremble on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook at Lydia Tremble. And then my podcast is called Reached, R-E-A-C-H-E-D plus sign Lydia Tremble. And then if you want to, you know, see what I be doing and not just hear this lovely voice of mine because I know I have a lovely voice. You can subscribe, follow and tag me, whatever, comment on my YouTube channel called Lydia's Chronicles, plural, L-Y-D-I-A apostrophe S space 
Chronicles, C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. I think I spelled that right because I went kind of fast. You spelled it right. Okay. But yeah, but you know, if you want if you want to get some of that energy, you get what I'm saying, from a young point of view, because we out here trying to find God just like the next person, hop on that, hop on my social platforms. I can't say what I'm trying to say because my tongue getting tired, so that means I need to shut up. Yes, yes. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I promise you, I listen to her podcast and I also watch her YouTube videos and I help her, you know, like I'm her biggest fan. So I watch everything she do and I stay on top of her. And I don't mind it either because I like the new insight because she be giving me tips like try this this way and I'll try it. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of good. Yeah. So we kind of help each other team at the same time. She has some great things that she's trying to line up for her life. Um, get her name um, to bring other people into the organization that she has formed. Um, she currently has a LLC. So, yes, she's trying. She's not trying. She is doing the do. I'm trying, so, y'all. If y'all want to cash at me, slide in my D. Okay, no. <laughs> I Don't worry. That won't be on you. Donations. No. So, anyway. I'm just playing, y'all. But my mom's going to beat me up. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, y'all know that um, this is what we do. And I probably, this is one of the longest podcast episodes that I have taped with anyone. Um, and I'm going to know, I had one longer before. No, they gonna look, they so, going to put their phone down and pause this because there's some heat right here. There's some fire because we feel it in a shana. <laughs> I told you she was goofy. And I'm goofy too because I'm making her laugh because the way I'm looking at her. Okay, so listen. <laughs> I also put it in the description part of the podcast. Um, well, this is a wrap. Remember, tune in next week for another encouraging episode that will make you check yourself before wrecking yourself with my special guest. Yes, ma'am, Cherie Johnson, my friend. As we discussed, friends, how many of us have them? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> If you think this episode was good, you definitely want to tune in next week. Y'all be safe out there. We're out. Thank you for listening to The Power Sticking Together, where there's a word that will give you power to live the abundant life God has for you. This podcast will give you strength on your journey through practical biblical principles built on moral values. The power to live life to its fullest. Now that's power. Again, don't forget to tune in next week for another encouraging word that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself and others. God bless.